A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. On News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Saturday. Haley, happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Happy New Year's Eve, Haley. Happy New Year, <laughs> Haley. Happy New Year, Dan. Yeah, happy New Year to everybody out there. There. I think we got all of the happy out of the way. All of the right? happy. No, it's all downhill. downhill from here. No, I mean this is this is big. We normally when when we have you know this time of year, which happens every year, you know Christmas followed by New Year's, it doesn't happen where we've got the the, the New Year's day, Eve and the Christmas yeah. Eve right. days. It's pretty exciting. It is. Does that mean next year we'll have the actual day? how that works? I don't remember. Is it the other Should have really looked before I went on air and started talking about it. <laughs> anyway, hopefully everybody has a lot of big fun plans for tonight. Hopefully everybody had a great Christmas and is still having a great Christmas. Christmas keeps going. It's one of those things. It's a 12-day event. That's what it traditionally was. Yeah, it always feels like it goes by too quickly. Yes, like, it should I can't believe that... It yeah. should not be a single day. No. So extend your Christmas. Keep it going. All right. On the show today, we've got a number of fun things. I think my favorite thing is going to be the last half of the show yeah, where Haley and I are going to look back on this past year. Kind of a retrospective. Yeah. And think about all the fun things and the most important things that we learned doing this show over the year. And we've both got... I think we've got good ones, right? Yes. Yeah. You'll have to... We'll let the people decide on this one. Every now and then I'll let the people decide, and this time I'll let the people decide if these were good things or not. They're good things. They're I'm not even going to let you decide. They're good things, and you're going to want to listen because it's probably something that you can apply in your own life for this upcoming year. Right. That's coming up at the end. We'll also be in the studio with Mark DeVisser from The Plumber is here talking about plumbing maintenance. Things you want to keep an eye on. They're simple, they're small, but they can cost you a lot of money if you let them go. So that's coming up next. Right now, we're going to still talk about plumbing a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. And I want to talk about PEX piping. PEX piping. Yeah, it's like the blue and red plastic tubes that you see. Yeah. When I moved into my house a few years back, I go to the basement and there's all this blue and red yep. tubing in the... You know, all, all over the place. And that was my first introduction to it. I wasn't sure what it was. I figured I got cheaped out on, <laughs> you know, where's the copper? Where's the, you know, all the other stuff that I was looking for? And I've got this plastic, plastic stuff. <laughs> so I dug into it a little bit and learned, oh, this is quite common. It's, yeah. it's a new Everyone's thing. Everyone's kind of converting to Yeah, it. a lot of people are using it. PEX is cross-linked polyethylene. There's the science part. Basically, it just means it's a very flexible plastic. And because it's so flexible and easy to install, it's starting to replace copper right. and galvanized steel in piping and water supply lines and other things like that. Definitely in remodels, it can be really easy to work with and There's a lot of, a lot of new to construction it. too. So yeah, a lot of pros to using this stuff and there are a few negatives. <laughs> and the, the main reason I want to talk about this is a few, maybe a month ago, month and a half ago, we talked yeah. about Dealing with mice, right? Trapping, trapping them, mice and like all the best of that. Practices, right? Really important to get mice out of your house for any number of reasons. Well, this right? is the time of year that they find their way in. Right. Well, it turns out I just stumbled onto this last week that mice, and it really should make no surprise to anybody, but they can chew through this stuff through the PEX piping, and it can be a tremendous 
Who? Mass. If they tap into your water line. I just can't even imagine. Yeah, there are horror stories out there of flooded areas or intense damage because the mice have chewed through. Chewed through. So if you see evidence of mice in your home and you've got PEX piping. It's a bigger deal. It's a bigger deal. You want to <laughs> at least make sure you take care of it. Now, why do they go after it? The Internet tells us there's a lot of reasons. And some of them are a little bit out there, yeah, but they, skeptical. yeah, they say some people say that it's because it's plastic and and it has a scent that just draws them in. They need like, to eat it. Oh, that plastic that smells delicious. <laughs> I'd love to have some. I don't know that there's a lot of evidence to support that. Right. Another idea is that mice or rats hear the water in the ti- in the the piping, the piping, and they chew to get it. And I don't know that there's a whole lot to that, okay. but there is one interesting thing. When we poison mice, if you sure. choose to go that route. What it does is dehydrate them. Oh, hydrate so them. they like it, seek the water. They're out seeking then. water out. So there is, you know, maybe, maybe. Okay. Maybe. Another reason is that they really just love how it feels when they chew it. Yeah, they that's love fair. the texture. I mean, that's why I eat cornflakes. <laughs> Hate the taste, but man, that texture that'll oh send you to the moon. Well, they have to chew constantly, right? They're one of those animals where their teeth just keep yeah. growing, so yeah. they're always yeah. looking for things to gnaw on. I think most likely it's just in the way. Of where they want to go, and it's easier to chew through than other things like concrete yeah, or no, wood here. or Might stuff as well like eat that. It. <laughs> exactly. The bottom line, though, is they can chew through it. Right. Are they doing this on huge regular basises? Bases? On a, are they doing this on a huge regular basis? Let's just say it that way. Sure. I don't know. I can't predict that. Mouse sabotage right. coordinated. <laughs> but the thing is, it only takes one right. to really wreck your day. And yeah. if it's yours, that's really going to wreck your day. So if you hear mice in the home, and you have PEX piping, you really need to get on it. And we talked about a number of ways to make sure you trap them and do a really good job with that. We had a listener uh, reach out to us, Steve, and he's got some rental properties, and he wanted to add on to what we had said. And his big addition is that he loves, we talked about the little snap traps. Right, like the old-fashioned wooden ones. Steve loves the more modern uh, plastic traps, the intruder traps. They're very easy to clean and empty out. And that he is says, a pretty big pro. Yeah, he says they're flawless. Use those and you'll get rid of them. So anyway, we're going to put a link in the show notes to the segment where we talk about how to get rid of mice. Check that out. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we'll be talking about plumbing maintenance with Mark DeVisser from The Plumber Is Here. That's just ahead. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and Haley and I are in the studio with Mark DeVisser from The Plumber Is Here, Great Lakes Plumbing. Mark, thanks for being here. Glad to be here. Yeah, we've had you here in the past. We've talked about all kinds of amazing topics, and someday I'm going to get you back. To talk about bidets one more time, <laughs> okay? Because Haley has not been You're here. You're famous for this. Yes, we have a lot of fun with talking about bidets. I think there's a lot of value. Haley, Haley disparages the bidet. I. It's not that I don't. I just don't think I could do it, and I'm just afraid of the splashback. You no. know. Got to try. See, yeah, someday, Haley, we're going to have Mark <laughs> back try. and we're going to talk about that. Right now, Mark, you wanted to talk about just some maintenance things that we probably should be doing at home, but we, we might not be. In fact, sure. there's a good chance we're probably not I'm doing some not of these. I'm definitely not maintaining. Uh, plumbing related, I'm not going to say there's a ton of them. Okay. Uh, we just find, you know, it doesn't seem like we're, the way I was raised, you didn't touch it, 
until it was a problem. Sure. And I I was raised by a plumber, so he caught that stuff. But a lot mm-hmm. of people don't catch it. And that's where, you know, we're finding customers that are calling and saying, man, my water bill has just skyrocketed. Uh, sometimes okay. they even call them and, man, you're going through a lot of water. What's going on? Is there a problem? Should you look? And then they're like, then they find out they have a, like just a flapper on a toilet. A flapper on a toilet can cause a tremendous amount of water waste. Hmm. Um, I'm yeah, I wouldn't little... necessarily think of that. And I'm not going to look at it unless the toilet isn't flushing the way I think it should be. You don't look right. at your flapper on a daily basis? <laughs> I am constantly looking at my toilet flapper. I mean, we don't even put that <clears throat> tank lid on there. We just we leave it open. Look at it all oh, the time. Oh, my right. gosh. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I'm but, on But, it, I mean, Mark. that thing will run on and off, and people will catch that. They'll say, oh, I hear my toilet running. That's, you know, a good sign that something's going on. But sure, uh, it just, it's kind of a shame that they're like, man, I just spent this much on, or, or even like a well, a well running constantly if you don't have city water. And your well tank, your bladder might be bad. And so this tank will run on and off and on. And that pump is starting and stopping constantly. Hmm. And Just because all of, of this sudden, little flapper. They'll literally call and say, man, my my, my electric bill is like $150 over what it was. Wow. And so who knows how many. I mean, maybe it was $30 one month and 50 the next and 70 and up and up and up. Right. And you just and don't catch like, it. And I just spent four or $500 in the electrical because I didn't even realize what was going on. So right. um, there is a little bit more. I think people are away from their houses. They don't know a lot about it. It's a little different than 30, 40 years ago. Uh, some people don't even know where the sewer goes or where the water comes right. from. So, you know, it's there might be a little more for certain people to say, hey, maybe get a, a plumber in there um, once every couple of years and just do a little bit of checking to right. make sure everything is maintained. So let's get back to this flapper thing. So it can cause that much expense if it's just running all the time. Well, you're paying water enough. and sewer for it if you have city water. And sewer is twice the price of water. All right. approximately. So, you know, you might normally spend, I don't know, uh, I'm in a situation where I'm not paying my water bill because I'm in a condo project. Yeah, right I now. don't pay either. <laughs> so, so They'll track me down, you know, but right but, now. But if, if, you know, maybe you pay 20 bucks a month in water and 40 to 30 to 40 in sewer. Sure. So, you know, you could easily double that with a flapper because it'll... It could fill every and couple minutes. A flapper <laughs> is something that anybody really should really? be able to change. I mean, they're you, very you, inexpensive. I could say there are definitely people who shouldn't, but there's certainly <laughs> a lot of people who can. Yeah. And and they can change it. And we get people that call us and they tried and it didn't work. So I'm not going to be against somebody getting on Giving YouTube you call. And, or, okay. or whatever and sure. figure out on YouTube if you can do it. If you can't, you call us. That's fine. All right. um, so, there's the colored water trick that we've talked about. I've done some YouTube videos where you put you put uh, food coloring in the tank, okay. in the tank, and then you watch. And if it gets into the bowl, that mm-hmm. means it's without huh. flushing it. If you just let it sit, right? If it gets into the bowl, you know it's getting past the flapper. All right. I have a YouTube video on that. Okay, too, we'll put a link in the show notes. Or something I don't know. Yeah, the TikTok. The kids know yeah. the TikTok, yeah. and they've probably got all your <laughs> tips figured out. Yeah. So we'll put a link to that. A little bit of dye in the food yeah. coloring in the tank, yeah. not in the bowl. And you can find other people. Other people have YouTube videos on that. Too. All right. It's pretty simple. But it's a simple fix for a homeowner right. to try, see if that's acting up. It may not catch everything, but it catches if it's leaking by the flapper. 
All right. We're in the studio with Mark DeVisser from The Plumber Is Here, theplumberishere.com. It's your website. Easy yep. to find, easy to remember. Talking about some maintenance things that we probably are not catching or thinking about on a regular basis. The flapper is one. What's uh, next, Mark? You know, probably the next thing I would go talk about is tankless water heaters are overtaking the market. Okay. Uh, I struggled a little while to see a value in the tankless. Now right. I've actually put one in at one of my places, and it, I, I love it. And okay. I've actually come to see an incredible value. Okay. Which is what Haley will experience when you figure out how to try and test a bidet, right? It'll be a conversion experience like that. <laughs> I'm assuming. A, a little, a little hate them bit. now. Oh. Potentially, I will like them in the future. Yeah. yeah. Mark hated tankless water heaters. Yep. What are the maintenance things with the tankless water Well, the tankless, tankless just needs to be cleaned and flushed, and there's some filters. So it is a kind of a yearly or either yearly or every other year, semi-annual, however you want to say it, uh, depending on your water quality, whether you have a softener or not. But okay. a lot of people are going to tankless heaters. They're great. But there is a maintenance involved, and- you know, we tell them that and try to set up their first cleaning or flushing, you know, a certain period out and try to get that figured out what they need, depending on their usage. Now, how much of but, that is stuff we can do ourselves? Most of it? I, I don't sounds think like that it. the flushing would be something most people would not. I have a couple people who do it themselves, but it takes a pump and it's, oh, it's okay. a, something you cycle through it. Gotcha. So generally, that's something that they would. It's not just a would, lever that you they, push. No, no. That, that's, a, that's something that they actually have to run a solution through it okay. to clean it. All right. And and that's something that should get done. Yearly. Um, yeah, I mean, it depends on your water quality, but sometimes it's every year, sometimes it's every other year. Okay. But but, but you'll be able to figure that out and Yeah, we usually try to figure, you know, we kind of schedule it for approximately a year out. And then if it seems like it wasn't that dirty, we would lessen it. If it sure. comes out really dirty, then we're like, okay, make sure we do it in another year. All right. So you yeah. didn't like those... Tankless heaters I, I, in the beginning. I wasn't sure that they were going to last as long as they claimed they would. And they really, you know, a tank style heaters last in us 10 to 12 years. Uh, we're seeing these tankless lasting 20 plus years okay. where we're still working on them. Okay. So you're going to have a savings there. They're, they're much more efficient. So a lot of the new houses now are having tankless put in because they have to meet efficiency ratings for the whole house. Okay. And that tankless actually creates quite a bit of value in that efficiency area. Okay. Now, if I've got so, an old tank and I want to have that replaced, is it a great big deal to convert? It's not a huge deal, but okay. it is, it's more than just changing it to the previous tank. So it's a sure. medium and, deal. Yeah, yeah not it's a, a medium huge deal. one. Yeah, but what's I mean, the initial expense difference? A lot. It's 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 probably double to okay. but 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 you get twice the life out of it potentially. You get twice the life out of it too. Yeah. Plus you're getting 30% savings. Okay. On energy which you probably don't use a huge amount of energy to heat your water. But but Any little you know, bit counts. you get the 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 pros of never running out of water period. Which is the biggest that's one, a pro. obviously. Yeah, yeah. that's a pretty big one. one. Will, you'll never run it. You can run it 24 hours a day. Wow. Right. If you ever get a bidet with the heated, oh my gosh. you're going to yeah, want yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, if you that way, you never hit that course. super cold burst. Right, right. Right? Yeah, yikes. Okay, so we're talking, let's get back to maintenance issues, Haley. You, you derailed us there. Mm -hmm couple more or one more? What I mean, I don't know about like faucets other than if something was dripping. 
deal with it. It's it's going to drip. It's going to ruin. Could ruin your sink. Uh, it's going to waste some water. I'm not saying that's the worst thing. Um, I don't know if there's too much else that I would that I would talk about okay. as a maintenance issue. Sure. All right. So if people do have any questions about stuff like that, what do you guys do? I mean, you do everything. We right, pretty much related do everything to related to plumbing, yeah. I mean... So new tub installs, I mean, yep. you'll do that kind of thing? Yeah, we do tub installs, shower, tub shower replacements. We have a water treatment division. We're start, we've, we've, we've been doing water treatment for years, hmm. but we're boosting that up a little bit. Um, drain cleaning, um, any any type of plumbing, uh, water sewer replacements. We, we try to consider ourselves... A, um, we we do everything, but yeah. sometimes it's limited demand power. You know, everybody's sure. having uh, difficulty finding good people. We have good people, but it's always, you know, yeah. it's a lot of training. I mean, it does take quite a while to learn, especially the service business. If you're in new construction, right, you can go work on new houses and probably learn in a well, couple. Well, it's kind of weeks. copy and paste at that point. But yeah, you're dealing but services with every problems. day. It doesn't matter if it's. <laughs> John's water heater or Jane's water heater, they're probably going to be 100% different. Sure. Or, you know, so, yeah. so it's not just, yeah, everything is the same. It's always something different. I still, after 35 years, still see on a regular basis and go, wow, I've just never seen that before. And well, at least so, it keeps your job interesting. Yeah. It does. It does. It makes it interesting. And and uh, dealing with customers is what we we both most of us love that in yeah. this, in the field, in the service field. Yeah, otherwise Absolutely. you wouldn't. If you didn't like dealing with customers, you probably wouldn't no. be a service. Probably <laughs> not, not for a good very fit. long. No. Right. Right. <laughs> so which areas do you cover? How far do you reach? Uh, we kind of go from Grand Haven to South Haven to Wyoming. Okay. Okay. And we've kind of held that for a while. All right. So we'll put links in the show notes. You, they can find you online at theplumbershere.com. Yep. They can text us. They can email us. Uh, we have all kinds of ways to, for them to contact us. Yeah, you guys are really responsive. This is the company I hired when my hot water heater went right around a Thanksgiving a couple years ago. Right, and that was still like I was, in the midst of COVID stuff happening, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, we so went. We went there, nothing changed during COVID other than we wore a mask, I guess. Yeah. You no. took some safety pr- protocol, but other than that, we didn't stop. Nope. In the midst of something that I thought was going to be hard to get anybody right. out there, you guys were right there, had me... Up and running with a new hot water heater within, I think, within 24 hours, you guys had it fixed. Oh, yeah. So, Usually. yeah, really good. We'll put links in the show notes. Mark DeVisser Perfect. from The Plumber is here. Great Lakes Plumbing. Thank Thanks you. for being here. You bet. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be looking back on this past year and discussing what it is that we've learned from the show that's impacted our lives the most. That's all just ahead. Stick around. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back, and Haley, New Year's Day. We're on New Year's Eve right now, and New Year's Day is one of those days of looking ahead. Yeah, what making resolutions. Bad thing is going to happen to me this year. That's how I approach New Year's Day, because I'm positive. Look forward to that day. I'm positive something (laughs) negative is going to happen. No, that's not how it should be. Sometimes I have that. That's that's an issue I'm trying to work through. But we look ahead. We try to figure out what's going on. We make resolutions, like you said, and then we don't do a lot of those resolutions. Yeah, we talked last year about 
the failure that we experience. Yeah. Failure. That's a way to start your new year with a yeah. bunch of failure. You feel bad, so you eat a whole pie, and then you feel even worse. <laughs> because that's like the opposite of what my resolution was going right? to be. Anyway, that's all coming up. And I'm sure we will re revisit or visit for the first time all of those things in the episodes to come. Right? Pie eating? Well, I'm whatever resolutions I make... <laughs> I will fail to do, and we'll talk about it sure. on air, and I'll yeah. relive them again. That's what I'm talking about. That's for the future. Right now, though, I don't want to do that. I don't want to look ahead because it's New Year's Eve. Let's look the other way. Let's look back. Yeah. And what I want to do is take, I think, the last half of the show. I'd like to just have a conversation, kind of a retrospective. Yeah, it's like one of those TV specials where it's like, Basically just a bunch of flashbacks. Well, no. no what well, kind of, I guess. But we're not going to play anything old. It's all yeah. going to be new right. content. But yes. what I want to talk about is Visiting. what you learned. And I guess it, it doesn't have to be on the show. That would be nice. But if it's stuff we've talked about. we've No, we've talked about it a lot. I've got some things. All right. I want to know what you learned that was the most impactful. And before I release you okay. to go do all of this. I want to encourage everybody out there. Think about that. You know, yeah. we're all busy thinking about what our New Year's resolutions are. Right. And maybe this is something that you think about on a regular basis. But look back on your year. What is the biggest thing you learned? What's your takeaway? Yeah. Why is it important? Mm -hmm. And how, how has it changed your life? Has it changed your life? All of those things. It's really right. interesting. And I'm going to do it, too. And we'll save mine for the the last one because it'll be the best. The best for last, no. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got to still think mine through. You're first. So what is that thing you learned the most? Well, it was back in, I think, like the end of summer, we started talking about our to-do list because mm -hmm. we had made these big to-do lists, all the things that we wanted to accomplish, I think, in early spring. Yes. And we talked about all those things and, you know, gave people ideas of maybe things they want to put on their list. And then we, we looked at those lists were at the eager. end of summer. Right. We thought we were going to do a lot. And we didn't do much. No. I remember that episode. When well, we... except, I mean, I did a lot, but. <sighs> I didn't. I didn't, you didn't do as much as I wanted Right. To. But I remember that time of looking back. I yeah. remember that was very frustrating for you because you yes. had a lot of noble, enormous goals. Enormous. I had very mundane, regular goals. <laughs> And I didn't even get those accomplished. I remember one was to do something with my flower boxes, get them mm -hmm. stained. Yes. What actually happened is it fell off the house <laughs> and it's still off the house. I still haven't fixed it. Oh, it was a very depressing thing. Flower box. So what is the positive? Is there a positive? Well, we talked about how we needed to cut ourselves some slack because that's loser talk. That's what got it was. The best of intentions, but life takes over, especially during summer. You know, all the things are happening during summer. And we like to have this idea that that's when everything can get accomplished, but that's not always the most realistic. And I, this is honestly something that I'm not very good at still, like cutting myself the slack to not finish the projects to the point where I thought they were going to be done. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get better, and I think I've done fairly well. Like my garage, we talked about multiple times. Remind people just in case. You know, I was finishing my detached garage to turn it into an art studio, and I got pretty far, but it's not done. And I had started this kind of at the, well, like right around in early spring. Yep. And right now it's got drywall hung, you know, a lot was done, but it, the mudding's not done. It needs to be primed, painted. It's not a finished space by any means. Right. So you're not cutting yourself slack on that yet, or well, at least you're struggling I'm, to. Yeah, I'm struggling to because I really wanted that done by the end of the year, you know, and it's just not going to happen. 
So how do you cut yourself slack and still get these things accomplished, right? There's a, it's a razor's edge. Right. And I was worried about that when we talked about it in the first place. We're not trying to say... That you just, just don't, don't have to do it. Don't worry about these things. It's no big deal. And right. They'll get done someday. No, they won't. Sometimes you've got to do But I think we get overwhelmed by the, the pressure of, oh my gosh, I haven't done this or I haven't done that. And that almost stops us from completing things even more than life, you well, know, like our own self, like... Yeah. Just being overwhelmed. Well, I think it stops us from jumping into yes. that next step. You exactly. can get completely hung up on all the things that I haven't accomplished. It yeah. becomes depressing. It slows so you, you just down. Don't do it. And you don't jump in. Right. So this is something that you've looked back on mm-hmm. as a huge thing that you've learned over the year. How yes. have you employed it successfully? Have you employed it successfully? Um, I don't know if I've employed it successfully all the way yet. So you're not even happy with how you've but I think this is like a really important of... thing for me to still be thinking about because I have done some work, you know, like some of that work of cutting myself the slack and like being OK that the garage is not going to be finished. Because, you know, what? like in life, really, is that the most crucial thing that has to happen right now? Right. You've got an art show coming up. <laughs> that's probably a pretty big deal. But you don't. But I don't. So it's not. So it's OK. Like. Life will go on. <laughs> right. This no, is I, something that's going to be around for years and years and years. And it's not worth the stress or like trying to rush through the project just to get it done for getting it done. Well, how many times do you get a project done to the level that you want right. it done when you're rushing through it? Exactly. And we talk about that. And one of the other segments that we did over the year, it was talking about, you know, I wanted my kitchen done over the weekend. Like I wanted to repaint the cabinets. I wanted to paint the walls. And I ended up making some color mistakes because I was just in a rush because Mm -hmm. I was hyper-focused on getting this project done, ended up taking me more time than it should have. And it's all because I just couldn't let go of the fact that this had to be done now. And that's not realistic. It's just not worth the extra time that it's going to cost you later on because you rushed it and made mistakes along the way. Well, and I think the other thing that happens is when we live in a constant state of all of that pressure. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yes, we've got projects going or spinning and we're very frustrated about them. And at, at some point that wraps up. But if right. what we remember from that experience is all of this pressure and right. the guilt and all of that, how often are we going to want to start something new? Totally. And so you just kind of quit. You get yeah. through what you did. Maybe. Right. Maybe you don't. I've got things that <laughs> <laughs> I've got to completely revisit because they have been left for ages. But, yeah, it really yeah. weighs on you and it impacts how much you're willing to try. And I remember in that segment we talked about the whole – I mean, it's an old saying, but it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Well, and I think that's gotten so much worse now, too, because of social media and all these things. Like well, you see other HGTV, people. HGTV, right? They're done in a day. <laughs> right. right. No, I know. We were a part of something as as Repcolite years back, way before Haley was here. It was one of the local television stations. Mm-hmm. Had a con- they had a contest. The person won. They won a garage remodel. Yeah. And so all these different businesses participated, and we converted this garage and made it amazing. And That's Repcolite cool. brought the floor coating, sure. and we did all of that. I brought Applied somebody from it. the company and put it down. And when you watch the little five-minute blurb that aired – it's amazing. Yeah. And it's instant. So deceiving. I watched the process that was just horrific. Right. You know, the stress. Yeah, we just don't have realistic time. expectations anymore. Right. We see these things on Instagram and it seems like it's just flawlessly put together. All right. of this stuff ends on the cutting room floor. Yeah. A lot of it does. Yeah. You know, we it's the same thing with our show. When it airs, 
It's like pristine amazingness, right? I mean, flawless perfection <laughs> every single episode. If you knew what went on the floor yeah. that you never see. No, it's true. But yeah, we see all these people online. It looks like they've got it. And we sometimes feel like we don't. And it really drags you down. Well, and I think this like also touches on something that we talked about during the design event with taking time to daydream. And David Lynch was the inspiration. And he talked about how all of this negativity closes the tube through which creativity flows. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so real. And the more that we put this pressure on ourselves to do these things, the less we're actually going to get done. Right. So if we can just accept that challenges are going to happen, things are going to slow us down a little bit and just be open to taking the time to just really live the experience rather than rushing through it. It just goes better. Right. Now, Haley's talking about our big design event. Architects, designers, homeowners, painting contractors came. It was in June. We were focused on how to find the next new idea, how to live creatively. And one of the things we really wanted to stress, and I don't know that we managed to stress this as well as we wanted to or as I wanted to, but creativity, it's not just the idea of, oh, I created, you know, a piece of literature or a piece of, you know, that's what we sometimes think creativity is. And what Haley's talking about, how negativity can close the tube. It's like constipation for creativity. yeah. Creativity could simply mean, you know, don't tune that out because you're not an artist or somebody like right. that. Think about creativity as just jumping into that next project it's or completing your project. It's problem solving. It's all of these things. And when you let the negativity get a hold of you, mm-hmm. it prevents you exactly. from jumping in and realizing and creating greater things, whether it's, you know, a new paint job in a kitchen or cabinets that are redone or, like you said, problem solving, figuring right. out why the lawnmower is not doing this. Right. Negativity isn't going to help with any of that. Exactly. So just realize these things will take time. Yep. It's, it's okay, okay to give yourself that time as long as you're moving forward. Maybe take right. a couple of small projects and just jump into those things. Or break them down into smaller segments exactly. for yourself. You know, if you can do 15 minutes of work on this project after you get home from work, at least you've made some progress at the end of the day. Right. We're going to take a break now. Are you cool with that? I'm cool. All right. We're going to take a break. And then on the other side, we'll talk about what I learned. Yes. That's all coming up just ahead. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back and celebrating New Year's Eve. Yes. We're looking backwards. Right. We're looking into the past. What we learned. Things we've learned yeah. over this year and trying to figure out who learned better stuff. Okay. I'm not making it a competition. But I do like the idea <laughs> of turning everything into a competition because yes. it's just funny it to me. It's very funny. So we'll both be winners in this one. How about that? Participation prizes. Participation yeah. prizes all around. <laughs> now, we're looking back on what we learned over the course of the year in you know presenting this show. Doing the show, we dig into a lot of things that are new to us mm-hmm. in a lot of situations. And we learn along the way. Hopefully, everybody out there has picked something up. Even if it's just not how, you know, how not to yes, do certain things. that's important things. too. Yeah, that's still important. Haley talked about what she learned, and it was basically just giving yourself a break when you're not accomplishing things at the rate right. that you want to be accomplishing exactly. them. For me, 
it, the whole thing, the, the biggest thing that impacted me in all the things that we talked about goes back to our design event. Mm-hmm. Talked about it at the last segment, architects, yeah. designers, homeowners. We have a big event in contractors. June. Right. In yeah. June, we brought about 250 people over the course of two yep. nights. We presented a topic called Down the Rabbit Hole, Finding and Being Found by That Next New Idea. Right. All about reigniting creativity and not just creativity as how we think of it, you know, associated with designers or mm-hmm. artists. Creativity as, you know, just something that impacts our everyday life, which is problem solving. It's business. Right. All of that. Right. Creativity is where you make money. It's where you have joy in the home and yeah. come up with new ideas and all of those things. So that was our focus. And we had a number of points that we presented. Right. Along the way, Haley mentioned a couple are one at the end of the last segment. I'm going to focus on one, and I, I think we called it, or at least we um, used it in a different manner. But okay. the thing that I really came away with from that is that we need to stop knowing so much. Sure. I loved that. I remember when we stumbled onto that, and I remember when I first framed it in that way. For my brain, that really meant a lot. We need to stop knowing so much if we really want to be creative. No, it's true. I think in the show that we put on, we referenced it as we need to be creative or curious. Yes. In order to be creative, you've got to be curious. You've got to be asking questions. Not knowing cheers the knowing was the quote. Right. That That was a quote that we used. Not knowing cheers the knowing. It sounds crazy. (laughs) It does. But really what it boils down to is we just need to stop knowing so much. And when I say knowing, It's in quotes. That's Mm -hmm. how I'm thinking about it. It's thinking we know is really the bottom line. We think we know all kinds of things. I routinely think I know a ton of stuff. Haley knows the ego. Okay. We all, you know. Well, that would have been a really nice thing to tie in another time. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. We all let our egos get in the way. But when we know everything, it negatively impacts things. And for me, I can let me just talk about me. It always negatively impacts. Always. I like to be extreme, Haley. Stop throwing challenges <laughs> in my face. It usually negatively impacts no, me. Sure. Think about it in terms of business. Yeah. We can talk about this. Let's just have a very candid conversation in front of all these listeners. Okay. How many times have you proposed an idea and I will tell you that won't work? No. I've tried it. Pretty often. You don't have to say pretty often. Just say it's happened. It's happened. It's happened periodically (laughs) where you've had an idea and I know the answer. I know that it won't work, right? And again, knowing is in quotes. Just the other day, you pitched an idea and Mm -hmm. I'm trying to learn from this. I'm trying to stop knowing so much because you never get to creative solutions when you know the answer to everything. And so in this instance, you pitched an idea. My knee-jerk internal reaction was to say that's not going to work. I've tried it. I know it won't work. But instead, I remained very calm on the surface. Neutral. Neutral. I gripped the table really tough (laughs) and I clenched my jaws shut and you continued. And where we ended up with was an idea that wasn't your idea. No. And it wasn't my original idea. Right. We found a new idea. Exactly. That could work. Because we had the conversation and you were open enough to have it. And I am so bad at that. I know what's going to happen, so I want to shut it down. That happens in business. You know that. We've struggled about that. It also happens in personal lives. You know, our personal lives, my personal lives. Yeah. I know I can't do that. I think I said my personal lives. (laughs) I want to clarify. I'm only living one. No secrets. No alternate personalities. No, No, I would wear it too much on my sleeve. (laughs) 
There's no yeah. way. There's no other personalities no inside. Hiding. This is it. No, in my personal life, I know too much. I know that I can't do that. I know that I'm not good at that. I know if I respond to this person, mm-hmm. they're not going to respond. So why even bother? Right. right? Yeah. We know that. I know that that kid knows I love him. You know, now I'm getting really serious and heartfelt. Yeah. But we still have to say those things. We don't know everything. We got to stop thinking we know everything. And I, I think the best example that I've got of this, we don't have tons of time to go into it. I think I've made the case for it. Stop knowing so much. The biggest example that I've got for it, I've said it on the show a couple of times, but I think it really makes the case. Andrew, my yeah. son who's just entering Grand Valley you know, this year, this fall, he entered Grand Valley. So we had to go during the summer, right as we're working on this event, right yes. as this topic well, he was like coming to my mind. orientation he or something, orientation. right? orientation, right. So he goes there, and I was excited to go and wander the campus because I went there. Right. And as I'm there, I've got a book, and I'm kind of preparing for that down the okay. rabbit hole pres- right. presentation. And I thought, I'm going to go to this one spot that I know that I went to all those years back, and I'll just sit there on a Such nice a little bench. Spot. Oh, it's beautiful. Everybody would be there. And so I was nervous there was going to be people there and sure. I was going to have to kick them out. And no, it was it was completely open. So I sit down. I've got my little book and there's this voice in my head. Now, it's a voice like everybody has. It's not like another personality. No, like it's already like a totally established, normal, totally normal dialogue, which I guess actually isn't that common. But Right. And intelligent people have this all the time. <laughs> anyway, I start talking with myself about this other voice is saying, you know, Dan, if you would just go further down this path, it just goes around the bend. What's down there? Maybe there's something even cooler. Yeah, you haven't been there. No. And I said, Dan, come on. We've been here. We we went to school here. We basically owned this campus. You know, we knew what we were doing. We were the cool kid on campus, the, sure. the big man on campus. We know where the cool bench is to sit. New and experience. you're in it right now. <laughs> right. That's a short joke. I'm going to let that go. Sorry. So I sat there and that that voice was still nagging at me, but I I shut it down because that's that's my way. I knew the answer. There was nothing around the bend, nothing around the bend worth seeing. So I sat in my little bench for a couple hours reading books, doing whatever. Andrew texts. I'm done. So, okay, I know that little trail Uh goes around the bend and it will wrap around and come out on the other side. Sure. And I'll be right where Andrew's at. It's going to be perfect. So I start walking. I go around the bend and, oh, my goodness, I find that the trail – branches off in a direction it didn't used to branch off into. It goes into the ravines at Grand Valley. There's a bench that it ends up walking right past. The trail goes past. And it's overlooking this beautiful, beautiful, I mean, amazing view that I could have enjoyed, but I knew it wasn't there. I knew that that didn't exist. How many times do I do that? How many times do I limit what I can do? Right. I did that with the motorcycle. I wanted to learn to ride a motorcycle. Yeah, for a long time. Well, a long time. And then dad showed me a little bit and I instantly told myself I can't do it. But this exact point that I'm making told me I need to stop knowing that I can't do it and give it a try. Lo and behold... I can't do it. it. No, I can can do it. That was a joke. I was just just (laughs) just teasing everybody. I can do it. And you guys can do it, too. I know that there are people out there who shut themselves off from certain projects, certain things, because you think you can't do it. It's too big for you. Yeah, we think that we're not handy. Right. So we like close ourselves off to the idea that we can do all this stuff. You can do it. You've just got to stop knowing so much. Yep. Jump in, learn, 
and see what you can get to. All right, Haley, that's all the time we've got. We're going to wrap it up. If you want to catch this one again, you can find it online at repcolite.com. Whatever you do today, you don't have to make pain a part of it. I'm giving you a weekend off. Yeah, that's nice. Just have a great day. Have a great new year. I'm Dan Hansen. <laughs> I'm Haley Johnson. Thanks for listening. <laughs>